Yo, what's going on? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal Lake, Illinois. And it means it's time for another live stream. Today is Friday, 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 February 16th, 2024. Guys, we made it to the weekend. And for a lot of you guys, it's a long weekend because it's President's Day observed on Monday. So uh, as a quick programming note, my kids have off from school. So I'm going to cancel the live stream for Monday. So I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Uh, but don't worry, because we still have all of today's episode that we still uh, have in front of us. And today, I have a package from Solomon. I did have to open it up a little bit just to make sure um, it wasn't something under embargo. And it's not. It's actually on sale already, which I wasn't aware of. But we'll get to that in a moment. First, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast on the audio-only version. Hopefully, you guys are having a good run out there today. I had a great run today. It was chilly. Not too windy, though, but uh, overall, I was just feeling good. I lifted legs last night, and then I thought it would be a little bit groggy of a start, but I had a good run, and hopefully you're having a good run, too. Hopefully the weather is something that's runnable for you guys that are out there. And for everyone that's watching this later, but not live, welcome to the number one running podcast that you can listen to and watch on YouTube while you are getting your taxes in order. I still have to do some more of that stuff. Uh, it's mostly just, it's not even hard. It's just a lot of data entry and just double checking, making sure all the expenses are properly accounted for and stuff like that, you know? So uh, it's annoying, but you know what? If you have a good conversation going on in the background, it kind of helps. So good luck to you guys still working on your taxes. All right, let's see who we got uh, in the chat here. Mm, Lucas H says, hello, my running friends. I haven't made it a live stream in over a year. Suffered a broken foot bone, which eliminated running and motivation for almost all of 2023, but been a later but not live listener for the past three months. Well, good to see you again, Lucas. He says, I started walking and jogging again and got a new pair. I got a pair of New Balance Rebel 3 this week on sale, of course. All right. Well, welcome back. And you got a great shoe there. Hopefully you got a really good price as well. Uh, Sean says, hey, everyone, took a rest day. He's got a 20-miler tomorrow and then resting my foot on some Caribbean beach for four days. Oh, that sounds nice. You got three drink emojis after that. It's going to get spicy. Um, yeah, seems like a lot of people are getting some long runs in. I've got a long run coming up this weekend tomorrow. I got 18 miles on the calendar. So, um, and it's funny because it, the training plan that I have says easy 18 it's kind of a weird combination of words, but it is a little bit, I guess. A lot of it will be in my easy pace range, so that'll be good. Um, all right. <laughs> Matthias Venta says, hello from somewhere. I'm not sure where, but yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and um, Jake Stable says, I wonder if the Solomons will be road or trail. It's a good question. We'll get to it soon enough, though. Don't worry. Um... And Eliza says, looking forward to unboxing of some short knees. Do they make the short knees for men? I don't know. I actually don't know that. Um, if they do, should I get a pair? I don't know. I've been running in longer shorts. I have a pair of uh, Tear sent me some long shorts. Craft sent me some long shorts. Um, like and I bought a pair of Saucony long shorts that were like seven inches. 
I think the craft uh, the craft shorts that I have are nine inches, but I don't know. I might have bought like the gravel bikers shorts. You know, it's hard to tell sometimes with craft. But I've been I've been I've been using them mostly for the gym, but I've been using the long shorts. They're fine, you know. Edgar the Hobby Jogger says he's working on taxes right now. That's what I should be doing right now, but uh. I don't want to. So I'm here on a live stream. Uh, Ride Run Coffee says, I'm running a marathon in April and looking at a 320 time. Trying to decide on the Endorphin Elite or the new Pro 4s. Ran my last one in the Alpha Fly 2s. I have not tried the new Pro 4s yet and I haven't heard back from anyone at Saucony. I made a request the other day. So I think I'm probably just going to have to wait. I mean, I guess I could keep digging around and asking, but I asked the person that sent me the, the Endorphin Elite and the Saucony Sinister. And I just haven't gotten a response back. Maybe they're, I don't, I didn't get it out of office either. My concern is hopefully that person still works at Saucony. I just don't know. And I know they moved headquarters. They used to have everyone in Boston and then they moved all those people to be with the other parent company people in Michigan somewhere. Right. Does anyone know Michigan? Where, where's Wolverine at? Um, and those other brands, um, is it VF? And it's not VF brands, is it? Something like that. So I don't, I don't know if uh, in because the person I was talking to, well, anyone that you talked to from Saucony was from, was from the Boston office. I don't know if that's closed yet or if that's still happening or what. So I don't know. So I can't answer the question for you, but the Endorphin Elite will be a fun shoe to run. I like that shoe a lot. Uh, me says, Hey, Kyle, how did the interview go yesterday? It went really well. Weird thing happened at the end though. Um, so I'm wrapping up this interview yesterday and, uh, I'm doing the part where it's like anything that you need to plug, you know, but it was a pro athlete. And so it was like, um, I was like, well, I guess you need to plug yourself. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, and then my brain froze. <laughs> so I was like, um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and I was like, wait, let's just pretend that uh, I'm, I'm going to edit this part out. And uh, let's just pretend uh, I said it normal the first time. And I'll say, so if anyone else wants to follow your training as you're getting ready for the next race, let them know where they can find you. I think you're on Strava and Instagram, you know? <laughs> so that was my day. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Josh L says, would you consider trying the Apple Vision Pro? Um, I don't, I, 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 not, not, I'm not super into that kind of stuff. Um, one is I'm, I've never tried anything VR. I'm very concerned that it's going to make me motion sick. I get very motion sick. Um, I don't like three, I, and I'm so color, I know it's not color, I know it's not 3D technology, but like I'm, my colorblind makes 3D just look weird and gives me a headache. I never see 3D. I very rarely see 3D. Um, and so, sorry, I'm taking off my heart rate monitor. Um, so like, I, I'm just not kind of into that kind of stuff. Um, and so, I don't know. I think, I mean, you know, wait, I did try a VR something at some point with my kids. Where was I? We were in an amusement park or something, maybe an arcade and we did something VR and that was kind of fun. Um, but I'm not super into it. Have you guys seen uh, DC Rainmaker's video about it. He was like riding a bike with Vision Pros on. That seemed dangerous. I have a hard time riding my bike and not hurting myself without goggles on my face. You know? I don't know.
Christian G says, I missed up tracks with PR at my 5K by 15 seconds. Strava said it was my fastest 5K, but the chip time says otherwise. Would have loved that $100 promo. Well, Christian, you're just going to have to get out there and go for another 5K PR. I think you can do it. You can get it. Um, and Vanessa Martinez says, Austin Marathon is this weekend. Good luck to those who are running it. Not me this time. Maybe next year. Yeah, I did see uh, some shakeout run photos from, uh, what was it? Was it Andrew Kim that put some out? It looked like it was, I was wondering why there was a big meetup. I didn't know if it was just a Thursday in Austin or what, but maybe it was for the marathon. That's what I'm guessing. And Adam Fierce says, there's another Kenyan great death, Henry Rono, 72 years old. In 1978, he set four world records in 81 days, 3,000, 3,000 steeple. 5,000 and the 10,000? He still holds the NCAA steeple record? What? Really? I'm not familiar with Henry Rono. Thank you for letting us know, though. Still holds a steeple record. Is American men's steeple... Um, are, are we, we're not as competitive in the men's as we are in the women. The men's steeple seems just crazy fast. Women's... Uh, American steeple, they seem very competitive. So I'm just playing around with it. I didn't realize there were thumb holes on this zip up, but there are thumb holes. They're kind of weird. I just found them. Mm. Yeah, Stevie 76 says, yeah, saying plugging yourself is weird. Yes, it is weird. And me has some laughing emojis and says, glad it went well. Otherwise, it was fun. Otherwise, it was fun. I learned a little bit more, and I'd really like to dive more in more, but I learned a little bit more about a um, a dog meetup that happened in Orlando. But you guys will have to wait till... I think, I think I'll be able to get it out maybe Tuesday. Uh, yeah. So it should be fun. Mm. Andrew Cho says, imagine running a marathon with an Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> I could, I think I could do it. I could, I could do, I could certainly do a half marathon. I mean, I've run a half marathon before with ski goggles on and I know there are different weights, you know, um, but that'd be kind of funny. I don't want to be the one to make that video though. Someone else needs to make that video. Rich Dizon says, I tried the Hoka Cielo X1 last night in a group run. Hilariously tried to use it on some trails for a couple miles and the squish was unreal. Why'd you use it on trails? Why did they let you take it on trails? That's a better question. What what kind of group one was this? That sounds wild. Hope you liked it on the roads though. I think it's fun. JJ and Sienna says, maybe the Vision Pro is the key to running on a treadmill. I dread long running long distance on a treadmill. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, is that going to be the next in incarnation of iFit? You know? I don't, I don't think that's really going to help all that much. <laughs> I mean, maybe it makes it more entertaining. I don't really see the use case for the Apple Vision Pro yet. Maybe I'm... Maybe it's because I... 
don't have a desk. I don't even have a secondary monitor anymore. I used to be a two extra monitors guy, and now I have just my laptop. You know, so like the the work use case for it is kind of odd. I don't want to edit videos in it. Um, although it would be kind of nice because then you could see everything really big and then have like your toolbars, but I don't want to be doing this to edit videos. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know who it's for or what it's for yet. Super Unjit says, I'm dog-sitting my brother-in-law's husky. I usually take him out on runs when I have him, but didn't want to go in the cold today. So I ran on the treadmill, and he sat next to me and looked brokenhearted. He was like, you betrayed me. This was supposed to be our time. <laughs> um, and uh, Rich Dyson says, confirmed. It's great on the road. They talk about the CLOX one. Hoka just happened to do their activation with a local group that often throws in trail segments for the runs. And uh, yeah, we stayed true to the culture. Well, I'm glad that you did. That's good. That's fun. And I'm glad no one hurt themselves. It is a more stable shoe as far as super shoes go, you know. Um, Daniel Burton says, indoor track and field championship this weekend. Oh, that reminds me. I was going to play a game today, but I totally forgot. So the game I was going to do is we were. I was going to have us do a you pick them together. So I got an email. I didn't get an email. Like USATF sent out an email. Um, and they're doing like a fantasy indoor championships thing. And um, I guess we could, uh, I don't know. I, I was I don't I don't have it set. I'd have to go dig for the emails and stuff. But I was thinking we would do one together. That'd be kind of fun. But next time we'll have to find another meet. We'll do. Uh, it'll be harder to do for worlds. For USA's would have been, that made a lot of sense. Too bad. But if you guys want to go do it, look up USATF Masters. You pick them. Uh, see if you can pick whoever's going to get sent to worlds. It's only two people per event, so it's not like like other. Um, events where they take three you know jake stable says ever you use an arm heart rate monitor my garmin phoenix 7 has been a little wonky lady yeah that's what i was taking off earlier is our arm um heart rate monitor um i prefer them because i don't love chest monitors and um if i could just move the sensor up higher on the wrist that usually takes care of all the other problems that i might get from mine so. Leona says she was later but not live for yesterday's live stream and she loves the good dog segment makes me chuckle every time someone was someone sent me um so, someone sent me a reel they filmed their dog watching the later but not live and the dog was very confused why was the dog's name being called from the tv <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> Miguel Tierra says, Hello, I just got a very cheap Novoblast 3 TR in comparison with the original. Is the overall ride affected by the different type or extra rubber? Do you feel the extra weight? Yes, I do. Is it a huge difference? Not really. Um, I also don't feel like it's a huge difference. For people that are like, I, I don't think it gives you that much extra traction. I don't think it gives you that much extra durability. Sure, the rubber is more durable, but the shoe is not going to change in, ter in terms of how much the how durable the foam is going to be. So I I just feel like it's a Nova Blast that's heavier, in my opinion. Still a very fun shoe, but like not as fun as the regular version. Um, and some people are like, 
Yeah, the regular Nova Blast is, is the tread is terrible. But when I run in the Nova Blast TR, that's perfect. I'm like, uh, there's not that much difference that in the rubber. I don't understand what you're talking about. You know, still, uh, it's a slight difference. I, if I mean, I'm guessing they sell a lot of them because they keep making them, right? But like, of the shoes that are getting discontinued versus not getting continued. Or the versus the ones that are, you know. I don't know that I would put Nova Blast TR high on the priorities list, but maybe it's just an easy lift. You know what I mean? Because they're already making the same lasts. They just got to change the materials a little. There, it's the same midsole. You just put a different outsole on it. It's not even that different of an outsole. So I don't know. I'd rather have more glide rides, basically. Sean Devlin says, Kofuzi, do you have the Mach 6 in for testing? I'm getting worried, Hoka, I may have Boston 10, my favorite shoe, with that added stack height. I don't have it. I should send it in. Let me, see, let me check. Did I? Was that on my to-do list? I did not look at my to-do list yesterday. Um, I did not do anything on my to-do list, and now I got to send an email from Mach 6. Okay. I got three emails I got to send. Oh, boy. Yeah. But no, I don't have I don't have that one. It looks fun. It's got an out, it's got an outsole this time. Which has me concerned cuz I'm like I liked it without the outsole. Without the rubber. It had it's always had an outsole. It just was not a rubber outsole. You know? I don't know. <sighs> but only one way to find out. Subranjit says, I've been using the Nova Blast trail on my treadmill, and the tread is noticeably better. The regular Nova Blast 3 slips for me on the mill, but not on the road. Is it when you want to get sweaty? Is that when it happens? Mm. All right, Daniel Burton says, box time. And Eric says, box, box, box by Eliza. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that, let's t do this one real quick. Hui Nguyen says, uh, Hey, Mike, I'm running the tunnel marathon this September. How bad is the gravel? Do I need trail shoes? No, you don't need trail shoes. It's pretty buffed out. Um, I don't remember. Do they still make you run through the parking lot? That part was a little bit tough because uh, it's just like stones, it was, if, if I remember it correctly. I don't know if the parking lot's still like that. Uh, but that's like the first quarter mile. Um, but... Uh, the rest of it is fine, you know, and then you and there's like a couple miles of sidewalk because you're running through like a park, but for the most part, I ran in Vaporfly next percents on mine. So, all right, let's get to the box. This is from Solomon. As I said, I did take a peek. I didn't look at the shoes, but I did have to look at what they were just so I could send an email and make sure that they weren't under an embargo. These are from Solomon. These are road shoes. They are the Aeroglide 2. No, wait a minute. They're not road shoes, are they? Yeah, they are road shoes. Ah, look at this. This is not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. Oh, I got it. In my mind, I had it confused with Ultra Glide. That's why. 
Alright, look at this thing. Aeroglide 2. Seems even taller than the last one. And the last one was the tallest road shoe that they had ever made. Upper seems... Is this the right size? It seems bigger. So it says 9. But it seems bigger. The upper looks almost the same. Where, where is mine? I don't know where it went. Is it over there? It must be on the other wall. But it just, there seems to be a lot more going on back in the heel cup. It kind of, from this angle, let's move this card, from the top, it kind of looks like a Hoka, like a Challenger ATR, is what it, the vibes I'm getting from this thing. Um, hopefully it doesn't feel like a Challenger ATR because I do not like the ATR series. But this, it's like a black and gray camo. Kind of digging it. I like this a lot. These are my favorite colors on a shoe. I wish the midsole was more gray or mottled, kind of like the outsole is, but it seems like they put more rubber on the outsole too. Maybe they want this to be a bit of a hybrid shoe. I can't tell. Very, uh, I think it's like the same amount of puffiness on the tongue. And it just seems like a bigger shoe this year. I haven't looked at the spec sheet yet, so. But yeah, here we go. Aeroglide 2. Daniel Burton says, it looks heavy. Um, it's, it's lighter than it looks. It's much lighter than, say, for example, the Challenger ATR. Wait, who is it? Um, Andrew Cho says, smell test. Uh, it smells like a rental car. But it's pretty breathable. Not super breathable, but breathable. It's like I'm playing in an ocarina. But it's breathable. Um... It's kind of a dual layer thing that they got going on here. A little bit of toe caps for some uh, structure and protection here. A little bit of structure in the back in the heel. But yeah. Uh, Spence Ohm says, it looks interesting. I wish it were a bright color. I love a bright colorway. It's so funny because, oh, there's a little reflective bit on the back. And this is nice to the touch. I just like, this is actually really nice to touch. I don't want to, um, I don't really love a bunch of padding in my shoes, but this is nice to touch. Anyway, um, what's funny is, so the Thundercross, where's the Thunder? Oh, I, I moved all my shoes and I don't, they're no longer where I thought they were. Um, but I had the Thundercross. I have the Thundercross in like a black, gray, and pink. And um, I love the design on that one. Like the hits of pink, I think are really nice. I was wearing that one and people were like, Man, I hate it when they put all these crazy colors in these trail shoes like this. Like, this is not cool. And I'm like, I like it. Um, and so now I got like a black and gray one. People, people are like, I wish I were more color. And now I know it's not the same person. Spencer, I know you didn't say the other thing, but that was someone else. But um, I have a feeling there will be other brighter colors of this one. Although Solomon doesn't ever go too crazy with their colors, do they? Yeah. Eric says, I want to hear it smells like a rental car in the formal review. If, I mean, it's not, if it jumped out at me, I mean, it does really smell like a rental car in here. 
I mean, I was just in a rental car. Did I tell you guys when we were in Phoenix, we got a rental car and I'm, you know, I'm leaving the, the Hertz parking lot and they're like, can you tell me how much mileage is on the car? And I'm like, four. And they were like, uh-huh. And I was like, no, just four. The car had four miles on it. It's the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in driving. And of course, a rock jumped up later that weekend and cracked the windshield, a little chip. But four miles, and that car smelled, I guess this is a new car smell, but it smelled like a rental car. I'm not saying that's bad. I used to be in a lot of rental cars. Whew. I'm glad I, the, a lot of those days are gone. But yeah. Phil says, uh, that's a new bit of criteria to add to the reviews. Not incredibly breathable, but that's offset by, offset by a great ocarina feel. <laughs> um, yeah. Lead, Lead Inkster says, black and gray always comes off as meh to me. I, I think if there's too much black in the midsole, then it becomes like a restaurant shoe or it risks that. Uh, they've offset that here by going with like a black and gray um, outsole. But like, let me see if I have it here. No, my favorite, my favorite shoe has like black and like a modeled in black and gray midsole or just a gray midsole with black spots i think works generally works well all black midsoles are kind of a lot this is in that territory it's kind of a lot but i, I don't know i think i'm gonna like this one Mika Kataya says, a couple years back, all you could see uh, was maroon S-Labs on any trail race start line around Europe. These days, there are at least some, some options. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Options are great. I like options. Uh, Lalo P says, are you going to Periscope? Yeah, that's the plan. Nothing's like solid yet, but there's been an, we've, there's been like an agreement. So I think I'm going to be going. I'm planning on going. Field by Air says black black midsole gives referee vibes. You know what's funny? That's very true. Every time I review a shoe that has a black midsole, um, I get questions from referees. And they'll ask me questions like, I know this is not a cleat, but can this be used on grass? Because I'm a ref. You know, and they'll tell me because they're a ref. And they'll say, because I also am typically the other shoe that refs seem to gravitate towards is the Winflow. The Nike Winflow is one that a lot of refs apparently wear. Um, and so I think that they're eager for some other black midsole alternatives. So <laughs> Maybe I'll have to do some testing, do some quick cuts in a soccer field just to make sure it works. Eric says, I don't mind this look and I'm not a camo fan. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I th I I think this works. Um, I think it's getting a little. It gets a little bit dark in the back over here, you know. And I wish there was something else to kind of break it up. But I just uh, I think I think this is gonna look 
better once I get it on foot and start running in it. I think it's just going to look better and better. It's, it's really nice. Kevin says, I was a ref in college for seven on sevens. Just use normal shoes on turf fields. That's what, I mean, I felt like that's probably the right answer. But the, the refs were like, well, they were like, uh, and they were always interested in waterproof as well. Because like the water, if the grass is wet, then their feet get soggy. And so I'm like, I just don't know how to answer this question. You know, I don't have the same experience. EH says, hey, question from the ancient past here. I just got a pair of Saucony Pro 2s on a fire deal, and I'm thinking of wearing them for my first marathon. But I'm reading they may pulverize my feet. Uh, that's, that's an, we talked about the Saucony Pro 2s, I think yesterday or the day before. Um, I think that um, for me, they were perfect for the half marathon distance. I think they're a little bit firm for the full marathon distance, but if you're a more efficient runner than I am, um, or I think if you're maybe a bit, if you're a bigger, taller runner than I am as well, then it might work out. But for me, it was a bit of a stretch. I don't think I ever raced. I don't think I ever took them for like a long run, for example. I think maybe like 16 miles was maybe the longest I went in them. Just because there's a lot, it's it's it was firm for me. Jake Stable says they should have sent you the bright yellow camo aero glides. Oh, if the options were yellow camo and this, I'm glad I got this one. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they look great, but I, I don't know about yellow camo. Although, like, it's not blaze orange. How come they did they make blaze orange camo right? I don't understand why that's not that's well, I don't understand why all blaze orange isn't camo kind of but I don't know. Mm -hmm. JC says there's too much lateral movement for refs to use running shoes I would think. I would kind of think so too. Um yeah, I would, I mean, I'd probably more like go with a, shot, a soccer. If you're roughing soccer, go with the soccer shoe, you know? Um, but I don't, I don't know how it works. I don't know what shoes that basketball refs use. It looks like they're using like orthopedic shoes all the time. I'm going to look closely next basketball game. Um, what the refs are wearing. Some of those refs, some of the refs for our, I mean, we're talking girls, sixth grade basketball, B team. So, so some of the refs don't move so great. They see, they do fine once the like when the ball's in play, they move. But like watching them like walk into the gym and like set their bag down and take their jacket off and stuff, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna make it. <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna have to take a look at their shoes, see what see what they're in. Mm. All right, Shannon says, Co, who did you interview yesterday? You can tell us. No embargoes on the Kufas You Run Club. I, I interviewed Dakota Lindworm yesterday. Did I tell you guys that? 
I don't know if I told you guys that. I don't. I think I, I normally don't tell you before, just in case there's like a last minute cancellation or something happens, you know. So, but since I did interview her, the interview's in the can. So, so yeah. Stevie seventy six says you could do shoe reviews from a ref's perspective. I I I refed like intramural basketball in college a couple of games. They didn't like it when I did it, I think. Calvin says, do you think Solomon has a rotation of shoes that suit their top racing shoe? Feels a bit empty below the S-Lab Phantasm too. I, I think I have to remind myself that Solomon is a giant company that services a lot of sports and road running is one that they're relatively newer at. I know it's not so completely different than trail running, but they're newer at it. And I think that they're still, I think Solomon is still trying to understand the American consumer or I get like Western hemisphere consumer. I think what people like to run in, in Europe, especially if you normally spend a lot of time in trails and then also sometimes on roads, those people, their preferences and what they want from a daily trainer is very different than what I like like a Nova Blast 4 or a Rebel 4. There's not a Solomon road shoe that's like that. I met the person, I'm trying to remember. I think I met the person at Solomon that was in charge of the Predict RA. Do you remember that shoe? It was like the, it was a segmented shoe. And uh, I was like, it came up. I'm trying to remember where the where I would have had this conversation, but I was talking with the person that was in charge. Maybe they're not at Solomon anymore. I don't remember. But I was talking to someone that the Solomon Predict RA, which came out in like 2019, end of 2019, maybe, maybe end of 2018. What year did Shalane Flanagan? It came out that year, I think. And um, so the year Shalane Flanagan won New York City. But I remember we were talking about that shoe and I was like, oh, I tried, uh, it, that shoe was, wasn't quite what I was expecting it to be. It was not nearly as soft as like all the marketing and what it looked like it was going to feel like. And it was a very su big surprise to me. And I was like, I think that was my first Solomon shoe as well. And then, um, and that person was like, oh, okay. And they were kind of seemed a little bit apologetic. They were like pitying me. And I was like, what did, what did you guys think of the Predict RA That's from Solomon? And they were like, we learned a lot from that shoe. We learned a lot. <laughs> so that was a very nice way of putting, putting it, I think. That was a weird looking shoe, though. Did anyone else run in that? Um, all right. Sean Delvin says, Kovuzi, I got some Rocket X2s for Boston. How many miles should I run them prior to the race to test? One long run? I'd say do a workout and or a long run. You could do both. I don't think, I think that shoe is going to be pretty durable. I don't anticipate it's going to change a lot. Um, so you're not going to like ruin the shoe by running too much in them ahead of Boston, but I would do some work in them just to make sure that they're not going to bother your feet. You know, at least get a 10 miler in them. You know? Ralph Schuster says, I'm looking for a replacement from my A6 Magic Speed version one as a session shoe. Any quick recommendations? If you really like that and want to repeat what that is, I'd say probably get the Evo Ride Speed or the Nusa. I think those are going to be the closest, I think. 
Sega Dreamcast says, in the NFL, the refs had on just whatever they wanted from Nike. Lots of pegs. Infinity Run, Peg 4 Trails, all black and white. Peg 4 Trails makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. Andrew Trost says, are you going to review the tier Valkyrie Elite? It looks pretty nice. Yeah, I went for a run in um, Tuesday. Wednesday. I went in a run for them on when I'm running them on Wednesday. Um, that was a faster run. They did really well. And then I'll probably do another workout or two in them before I put my review together. But yeah. Calvin Huang says Solomon made big waves in the fashion gorp core last this past year. Still quite niche in the general public. People still still say, what brand is that? Sol Salomon? Salamander? Solomon? Yeah. I here's you know what's amazing to me about like Solomon's crossover into like pop culture is that like I feel like it's literally like I feel like literally the conversation is from like Solomon will be like we made streetwear. We took Solomon sensibilities in our heritage from being born in the mountains and translated it to the street and here it is and I'm like it looks like a regular Solomon shoe. And they're like isn't it great? And then like fashion people will be like oh and I'm like I'm I'm pretty sure that's just like ass lab phantasm. Like the trail one, I feel like a pulsar. I feel like I think that's a pulsar. You know, and people are like, no, this is amazing, and I'm like, it's good. But I, like it, I don't, I don't see it. You know, I'm like, I don't. You didn't change anything. It's the same shoe. That's I get so confused whenever people are like Solomon as streetwear. I'm like, I. I'm like, this is not fashion. This is Terry from the rock climbing gym. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> it's just, uh, <laughs> I don't, I didn't get it. I didn't, I don't understand it. I good, good, good for them. Good for the people that like it. Cool. Uh, fashion's great. So many ways to express yourself. If it resonates with you, that's valid. Right. But for me, I'm just like, if this is like the trail version of athleisure, it's trail leisure. I don't, <laughs> I, but it, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But Solomon can charge two to three times as much for it. So good for them, I guess. <laughs> Aaron's basement says, "Can you say the same that Ultra Bursts aren't fashion before Kanye and streetwear folk appropriated it?" I mean, I don't know when Kanye got involved with Adidas. I know he was at Nike for a short while, very short while, and then he went over to Adidas. My my experience with Ultra Boost was already at a point where they're like, oh, people don't run in those. And I was running in it. So I was running in, I think it was like a Ultra Boost 3.0 is right when I started getting into Ultra Boost. Um, and people were already kind of going crazy over it. But that was at the same time where people were still trying to convince me that like the Vapor Max was a running shoe, and I'm like, I, I don't know. Pretty sure that's not, you know. 
So, like, yeah, I guess for Ultra Boost, yeah. It, what, I mean, especially Ultra Boost now. Like, I, I don't, it's just a running, is it a running shoe? I'm not sure. It doesn't feel like a running shoe anymore. Same thing with the Vapor Max. Is the Vapor Max a running shoe? I don't know. I'd like to try running in them. One of my friends, Charles, ran the F3 Chicago Half Marathon in Vapor Max. And to this day, he's the only person I've ever seen running, like non ironically, running in the Vapor Max. You know? So. Yeah, but there's stuff like that where, like, certain models will have crossover um, power, right? But then there's like streetwear versions of stuff, like Adidas streetwear, Puma streetwear, Asics streetwear, like Onitsuka, is very different than like Asics running, right? And so, like, there's not a lot of really great Asics running shirts. Some of them are better than others, but I'm like, but the Onitsuka apparel, I think a lot of that's really quite amazing. Very expensive, but pretty cool. Um, and so I'm like, oh, okay, I see the translation. But sometimes it just flips over and, and I'm, I, don't, I don't see the translation at all. I don't know. Field by Air says, uh, have a friend who runs, who only runs in retro OG shoes like the Air Max 1, Air Max 90, etc. I saw someone yesterday in, uh, they, they weren't the Air Max 270s, but it was like a full, almost all the way around, except not at the toes, almost all the way around airbag. And I'm like, I wonder if those are good to run in. I've never, I've never had a pair of Air Max ones. I've never tried them on. I've never worn them before. They were too. Those were the rich kid shoes when I was growing up. I definitely didn't have those. Um, I never, are they any good to run in? I don't know. There's still to this day a lot of people running in the what are they? The Air Max One Eighties. They have the giant air bubble in the back. Their running shoe look but it's a casual shoe. There's a lot of people still running in those. And I just want to be like, well, if you're enjoying it, as long as they're enjoying it, I don't care, you know? Brian Albrecht says, I mentioned yesterday I ran a half in Ultra Boost. Very dumb after learning about real shoes. Uh, I mean, I've, I've run, and I haven't run a half marathon race, but I've run half marathon distances and longer in Ultra Boost. I felt like, once it started going to the UB and not Ultra Boost, you know, it went like Ultra Boost 1, 2.0, 3.0. The first ones I think I bought were Ultra Boost Parley's when Parley was new. Um, I felt like those were shoes to, to run in. They were great max cushion shoes. But then all the cushion kept moving towards the heel and away from the forefoot. And I'm like, this is not great. I don't know. Kevin says, Zoom Air is a much better improvement and it's wild that it was made in the 90s and still used today. It kind of is. Luis says, when I started running, I had some Air Max shoes. Definitely not good for running more than two miles. Hmm. I don't, I don't think I've ever... Nike sent me a pair of the 270s. And they were comfortable shoes, but like, I think I needed to size up. Those were so tight on my feet. They would hurt my feet. Um, I was complaining about the rich kid shoes before and go running with all says, and now Co has the rich kid shoes with the $500 Evos. 
I guess I do. I guess I do. Um, Jack Staple says, I tried to train for a marathon in barefoot shoes and thought I was going to get a stress fracture. I'm a four-foot striker. Never again. Oh, boy. That's a lot. That's a long distance. Did you run any races in barefoot shoes to try to get ready or no? Uh, Capricornian one says, I used to run in my Reebok pumps as a kid, but only because I had bullies chasing me. Those shoes were really fast. They were, if you pumped them up. <laughs> Lee Wilson says, I'm doing Tokyo marathon. Any tips for the race? Uh, I would say get to the corral early. There's only like four corrals for everybody. And so like, if you get to the corral late, you will be way far back compared to where like your pace group is. Dan Dalton says, I ran a 10K in Air Jordan 14s when I was 21. 10K, that's a long way to go in basketball shoes. I had no idea what I was doing. Didn't they, didn't Air, didn't Jordan brand try to make a running shoe at home? I thought, I thought, I thought Jameson did a review on the, it was like a, Jordan Low something. Did they never, they didn't want to keep doing that? I don't know. Fuel by Air says, when I first started running, I ran in Nike shocks. It was five miles into a run when the shock seal just fell off. I had to walk up. No way. That's amazing. That sounds, that sounds horrible and amazing at the same time. The shocks just fell off. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right. Uh. Cobalt Blue says, I ran three marathons in Ultra Boost and was fine. Ultra Boost 22 was a terrible overhaul of the shoe. Yeah. Um, when I ran Houston the first time, or the only time I ran the marathon in Houston, was 2020. The guy, one of the pacers in the three-hour pace group was wearing Ultra Boost, and I was there with Hoka Carbon Rockets. And I think we both looked at each other and were like, what is that guy thinking? <laughs> Claudio Jaramillo says, Hey, Kofosi, really like your approach to making videos and talking about running gear. Very approachable and nice for someone like me who is not an elite runner. I like it very down to earth. Well, thank you very much, Claudio. And thanks for coming by to say that. Jonathan Cusick says, I purchased the Nike Vaporfly 3 for the Belfast Marathon in May. I ran a 10K in them and they feel great. Should I put more miles in them or save them for right stay? Many thanks. Um, between now and May, I'd, I'd probably hold off on them a little bit. Um, you know, I think I feel comfortable in a shoe like a Vaporfly or any other like super shoe. Like, even if I have 125 miles on them, showing up to a race, I think I'd be fine. Much past that, it becomes much more shoe dependent. Some shoes can't even make it that far. I, I feel like the Vaporfly 3 can definitely make it that far. So I wouldn't worry about it. But for me, kind of like the fresher, the better. And so um, if you're training for a marathon in it, maybe take it out for one long run. Because you know it can go fast. And you know you can do well in it fast. Now I would say for like a longer run that maybe has some speed variations in there. Uh, if you got a big chunk at marathon effort, for example, 
like that would be a good one to do it that way you know like i could be in the shoe for you know at least uh, two hours and i was fine kind of thing you know so jake staples says uh for for the barefoot shoes i gave up after a few month months i was planning on running the marathon in the barefoot shoes born to run indoctrinated me for a brief moment uh you know it's funny i read uh, born to run many years after it came out so like after hokas were already a thing you know and so like i was already looking at that from in like like almost a historical perspective at that point i don't know when the book came out but I think I'll maybe read it in like 2018 or 2019. I think. You know, I don't think I've ever finished it. Where'd it go? My buddy Phil lent me the book, an actual book. And then he moved and I forgot to give it to him. And I've seen him a bunch of times since, but I always keep forgetting to bring him the book back. Now I don't know where the book is. I own my book. But um, it never indoctrinated me. Because by that point, I'm always, I was already like, Give me big stack heights, you know. Getting to run says, I have the 80, the Jordan 85 runner. I would not run in them. I feel like if it says runner, it's more running inspired design, not running shoe, right? No, I guess Elliot Runner. Although, I don't know. Um, that's the running shoe. In contrast to the Elliot, I think they're going to call it the Elliot Racer. But yeah. Eric says, there were times on the Black Canyon course where I dreamed of having a high top hiking shoe just to protect my ankles from a sprain. There's a lot of brands that make that. You know, well, I'm sure you know that too. But like a high top running trail shoe. I mean, I guess the closest thing to that really is just that like um there's a lot of like three quarter tops, you know. Um uh, that have like the um almost like a gator top, you know. I think those are it's an underrated design. I like it a lot. I, I, I can understand why people why brands are reluctant to make a lot of those. Cause I think it compounds what are probably already complex fit issues, but I like them a lot. Andrew Scott says, what's your strategy for the athletes village while waiting to start Boston? I've heard about taking a pair of throwaway shoes and maybe an inflatable mat to sit on. I brought uh, space blankets from old races to sit on. Other people brought garbage bags and stuff, but get their take the first bus get there early that way you just know you're there and then find a space underneath the tent a bunch of us met up in the tent we had a little campfire basically no fire but you know we were all sitting around and we had a bunch of space blankets and garbage bags that we sat on so we could get off our feet some people have done the throwaway shoe things if it's going to be a wet year if it's wet it's going to be muddy in the village so um the throwaway shoes aren't a bad idea if you've got an old pair lying around um, but yeah, um, cause it's easy to get wet and cold up there. Right, let's do a couple more. Mm. 
Phil Ortman. What is book? Uh, and Stevie says, I'm that one friend that doesn't return books. Yeah, don't lend me stuff. Do not lend me stuff. You'll not gonna get it back. I'll forget. You know? <laughs> it's just a character flaw that I have. Andrew Cho says, remember Vibram Barefoot Shoe used to be a thing? I ran in them and hurt my shin. I've never had a desire to run in those before. They were very weird. They were, I mean, they were back, you know, when I started running a lot more again as an adult, they were already out of fashion, you know. Daniel Burton says, Cohen is your next race? I think my next race is going to be London. I don't have any other. I, I remember we were talking about me doing the indoor mile in Indiana. I don't think I'm going to go. Um, I have a lot of travel coming up in March. Personal and professional, I guess. B business and leisure. Um, work and play. I'm not sure what. Uh, but yeah, March is going to be busy. So I just don't want to pack another trip in there. Ooh, Jen Run Triangle says, yo, what's going on, Co? Happy Friday. I just finished and unloaded a Costco run while listening to Run Club. So you can add that to the list of best podcasts for. There we go. You know what? I have a bunch of groceries sitting upstairs that need to be unloaded. Um, I have a very bad habit of when I get back from the grocery store, I unload all the refrigerated things. And then it's like the other part that's not refrigerated. I'm like, oh, I'll get to that later. And then it just kind of sits there for a while. So, yeah. But if I had a nice live stream to listen to, that'd be a good one. I like that. And Ron Tommy says, as far as Boston goes, the parking lot is better than the grass area tent. Is it? I, mean, we, I just stayed in the grassy area. I don't know why. Why did we do that? Oh, it was like drizzling out. That's why we wanted to get away from getting rained on for us that last year. Calvin says, it seems like New York City Marathon is one of the more difficult pre-race things to figure out. Majority of runners will have quite the late start and have to plan accordingly. Yeah, I don't know who else said it. Maybe it was Ashley Mateo that said it. She's like, I don't really want to be difficult, but I don't think she, because she's now run it with a variety of different um, brands where she's had like the VIP tents, which are, they're usually like heated, there's food private bathrooms or like your own section of porta potties, you know, then when I did it with new balance, um, it was the same way. So there's all that stuff. And, um, and she's like, I don't, I don't think I'll ever run New York as a normal person again. <laughs> I'm like, I can see what, what you're talking about. Cause the year that I did it, it was hot. So it would have been fine. But like, if it was a cold year and you're trying to stay dry, you have to be there for four more hours. Like, ah, that sounds miserable. You know. All right. Joey Chavez says, I have another great question for you. Last time you called it question of the day. My question is. Yeah! <laughs> question is, do you think there's a resemblance of the glide ride threes and the cumulus 26s? No, they couldn't maybe be more different. Um, 
Getting to run says, Kofuzi says, I lost a $300 camera. A friend says, I should loan that guy a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I've lost more than a $300 camera. Last trip to in Orlando, that, that, that Insta360 Ace Pro, that's like a $450 camera. Is that maybe $500 camera? It was, it was not cheap. Um, I lost my A6100, which is like a $700 camera. I lost that, my favorite, that really nice bandit jacket. I left that one in Nuremberg. That was a really nice jacket. They don't make that one anymore even. So that's a shame. Um, I lost uh, my Insta360 X1. No, X3. Yeah, X3. So I've lost a lot of stuff. Do not give me things. I will lose them. <laughs> Luis says the good thing about the Costco black card is that it paid off with all the purchases and extra charge from change for more stuff. There's different color cards for Costco. I didn't know that. I've I've never had a Costco membership before. Jonas Run says, do you still own your road bike? Do you ride it sometimes? I have a road bike. It's over there. It's on the kicker. What is it called? The kick, kicker snap. I have it on my kicker snap. It, it never, almost never comes off of there. Although I'm debating. So tomorrow, we'll end with this. Tomorrow, Fulberg and Matt Fox are coming up. I don't know if Matt's running or not, but Fulberg is. And I'm going to try to film his run. I think he's going to have someone filming as well. I'm not sure what Matt wants to do. I don't know if I should have a bike. Bikes? In case Matt wants to ride a bike too. Um, or just drive along and pace Floberg that way and get Hainan bottles from the car. I'm thinking I'm going to drive. Because it's going to be cold in the morning and dark. And you know how I am about cold and dark. I just don't like it. Um, so I'm trying to figure it out, but I'm like, oh, I should probably make sure that all these bikes have air in the tires and that they don't go flat. I'm not so sure about any of my bikes at this point. I have a mountain bike that I bought at Walmart and then a regular, like a real road bike. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I do have two bottle cages on my road bike though. So that might be the best option. Here's the thing. Eric's coming out here because there's a couple of really big hills on the road. Uh, that he wants to try and use to train for Boston. And I'm like, um, I don't want to have to ride the bike up those big hills. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm just going to drive or not. I don't know. I got to figure it out. Leona says, tell Floberg we said hi. We love following his training. I will. I will. Calvin says, well, if you're driving next to them, you got to pump the crowd noise on the speaker. Oh, that's always fun too. Um, yeah. All right. There we go. Sean Devlin says, just do it on the longboard. Oh, that'd, that'd be the, that'd be almost as exhausting. Uh, I don't know if I could keep up at that pace either. Um, and then even then the Hills would still be really hard. Daniel Burton says, set up a table for the water bottles. I was just going to hand it to him, but I could do tables, I guess. Um, that'd be kind of fun. 
Yeah. Eric says, you got a bottle claws at the top of the hill. <laughs> I'm thinking about bike. I'm thinking about bike. I think that'd be fun. The thing is then it's like, well, which camera do I use? Um, do I bring the GoPro? Do I put my big camera on a gimbal? I don't want to just, I guess I could just handhold it. Uh, maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I just handhold it. I think handholding it might be that. Maybe I'll just put the big camera on a stick. So that way, if I want to flip it over and um, film like low to the ground, I could still do that, you know? And then I could otherwise just hold it this way. And that might be easier to manage it. I don't know. I got something to do. And I got a busy evening tonight. So I'm not gonna have a lot of time. So I gotta get I gotta get to it. <laughs> Calvin says <laughs> simulate the scream tunnel. <laughs> uh funny. Um uh, all right. Well I'll have to figure it out. You guys will see it soon. I'm not sure exactly when we'll 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 put some of that stuff out, but we'll get it out there soon. It should be fun. Um all right. Remember, no live stream on Monday because it's President's Day. Um, for those of you who have that day, my wife doesn't have that day off, but my kids do. Um, so there we go. Um, and then so, I think the next video will probably be Tuesday. I have a backlog and I'm also running behind schedule as well. So I think by the next time you see me, I might have two other videos, shoe review videos out. So. We'll see. But in any event, next time I see you, it'll be on Tuesday. Let's play a game Tuesday. We'll have to figure something out. All right. Uh, same time as today, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hopefully I see you then. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Have good long runs this weekend.